Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. And they are here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. Have you had a leaky roof? We did, and it was a nightmare. But through Angie, we found an amazing roofer who specialized in flat roofs, and he fixed it right and quickly. Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and website are both free to use. That's Angie.com. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Here's my favorite rant for the day, excerpted from our podcast, which you can find over at TomHartman.com. Greetings, my friends, patriots, lovers of democracy, truth, and justice, believers in peace, freedom, and the American way. Tom Hartman here with you. You know, I've been, I've been thinking about this for, for a while now. We had a conversation a few months ago about uh, Trump. You know, is he, is he Mussolini? I mean, is there a playbook that this guy is following, or is there some historical figure that he most resembles? Uh, Berlusconi? Hitler? Increasingly, I'm thinking Caligula, especially now we, we've got, uh, you know, Paul Krugman's uh, August 18 op-ed, Donald Trump makes Caligula look pretty good, notwithstanding. <laughs> we have uh, these, this story that is, is out now that uh, Donald, Trump, Donald Trump's friend, uh, David Pecker, who owns the, uh, the uh, National Enquirer, According to Ronan Farrow on both television and in print in the New Yorker, uh, they they bought the story of this Playboy model who, the same weekend apparently, that Trump was having sex with Stormy Daniels and a third woman, all three different women, all saying that at the Beverly Hills Hotel in a private bungalow, the same bungalow, he came onto them with the same shtick. Uh, telling them that they looked like his oldest daughter and th that was supposed to be a compliment and trying to get him into bed. And uh, apparently did with at least two of them. The third one, Summer Zervos, is suing him for sexual assault. She did not want to get into bed with him. Very strange stuff. And, and, and Ronan Farrow is raising the issue, you know, does this mean that Trump could be blackmailed? Or, you know, the, uh, to use the words of the folks at the National Enquirer, influenced, apparently. So, you know, Caligula, Caligula was, was famous for his sexual excesses, for his, uh, his cruelty, for his love of humiliating those who were around him, those who worked with him, uh, those who were part of uh, what was then, you know, Rome's high society, and for the whole bread and circus routine, right? Keep them entertained. What do you think? 
Is Trump more like Caligula than Mussolini or Berlusconi? I mean, who, do you, who is the, the historical figure that you think Trump most resembles? I'm putting that fairly high up there. Meanwhile, on the gun front, yesterday, uh, Leader McConnell tweeted, uh, this is uh, Mitch McTurtle, right? Schools should be places where children can learn and faculty and staff can work without fear of violence. My colleagues from Florida will carry home the prayers of the whole Senate for victims and their families, for the community of Parkland, and for the first responders. Thus said Mitch McTurtle, the uh, leader of the Republicans in the Senate. Bette Midler replied, uh, she spelled this out, I'll just uh, abbreviate it, F you and your worthless thoughts and prayers. You and your obfuscating shills got what you wanted, dollars, while our kids got to die in school. Nice. I'm wondering if Richard Burr, who took $6.9 million from the NRA, has said anything about that money. I'm wondering if Roy Blunt, who took $4.5 million from the NRA, has said anything about that money. I'm wondering if Senator Tom Tillis, who took $4.4 million from the NRA, has said anything about that money. Or Cory Gardner, who took $3.8 million from the NRA. Marco Rubio, who took $3.3 million from the NRA. Joni Ernst, who took $3.1 million. Rob Portman, who took $3 million from the NRA. Todd Young, who took $2.8 million from the NRA. Or Bill Cassidy, who took $2.8 million from the NRA. Have any of them said anything about all that NRA money? I mean, we've all been listening, right? The NRA spent $261 million in 2008. Excuse me, two, yeah, in 2012. $204 million in 2008. But apparently, they increased that number by more than $100 million for 2016. They spent over, the NRA spent over $30 million in support of Trump's candidacy, more than its combined spending in all races during the 2008 and 2014 presidential election cycles. See, the thing that I think is going to make a difference, and we're starting to see it right now, is that this 19-year-old shot up a high school. He didn't shoot up an elementary school. If a 10-year-old whose elementary school got shot up, you know, a kid from Sandy Hook, for example, tried to go on the media, tried to go on the press, they wouldn't put him on. He's not an adult, or she. But now you've got kids who are legally adults, who are going on the air and saying what they think. And, and this is a real problem for the Republicans. You combine that with the fact that high school students are being energized and activated by 37 years of Reaganomics, by Ronald Reagan destroying our public education system. Bill Bennett is education secretary, Betsy Voss in the same mold doing the same thing. And so you've got kids who are in high school right now knowing that their peers who actually did the right thing and went to college are over $1.6 trillion in debt, life crippling debt, can't get married debt, can't buy a house debt, can't start a business debt going to be in debt for most of your life debt, can't save money for retirement debt. They're looking at their peers, at their older brothers and sisters, their friends and neighbors, and saying, what the hell is going on? No other generation of Americans in history have had this kind of debt. And then they see, you know, the, the Republicans shilling for the, for the debt industry, for the college loan industry, 
for the, for the payday loan industry, trying to destroy the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau that is one of the last small defenses that high school and college students have against predatory lenders. And they're saying, you know, the Republican Party really only, only stands for the interests of the billionaires. They really don't like us. They don't care about us. They don't give a damn about us. They just want us to vote for them. And they do that by dangling bright, shiny objects like abortion in front of us. But they're not really going to do anything. I think that this is creating a perfect storm. And I think, and I, you know, I may well be wrong, and I hope I'm not. But it sure seems to me like this mass shooting, this school shooting, is different than times in the past. In part because, as I said, it's a high school, and high schoolers can go on camera and talk. And number two, high schoolers engage in social media much more than elementary school kids do. And number three, the high school students have been activated by these Republican victories. They're figuring out how badly this country has been raped by the right-wing billionaire class over the last 37 years, ever since Ronald Reagan in 1981 declared war on working people. And in 1983 and 1986 radically cut their taxes from 74% down to 25%. And then meanwhile, we're, we're seeing, this, is, uh, this was over at uh, Splinter. Every member of Congress who took money from the NRA and then tweeted thoughts and prayers. This was uh, from the Las Vegas massacre, but I think it's still apropos. Roy Blunt, who took $4.5 million from the NRA, saddened by the tragic loss of life. My thoughts are with all the families affected by this horrific attack. Barbara Comstock, Comstock Republican from Virginia. I am heartbroken by the mass murder. Right. Richard Burr. Uh, my heart is with the people of Las Vegas and for, you know, and the first responders today. Mike Kaufman, Republican from Colorado. My thoughts and prayers go out to all the victims. Iowa Ch Senator Chuck Grassley, praying for the victims and their families. Texas Congressman Will Hurd took money from the NRA. I'm deeply saddened by the tragic shooting. New York Congressman John Katko. Uh, Kentucky Senator Ron Rand Paul. Rand Paul tweets, tragic news. Kelly and I send our prayers and deepest condolences. Right. The list, I mean, the list is like 20 pages. It's basically every Republican in Congress. By the way, all the Republicans representing the state of California have taken money from the NRA. None of the Democrats have. This should tell you something. We'll be back. Only 3% of gun owners own half of the guns in the United States. And in the United States, as 5% of the world's population, we own half of the civilian guns in the world. Is that 3%, the group that's mentally ill, that we should worry about, number one? And number two, if Trump isn't Mussolini or Hitler, is he Caligula? Your thoughts and answers on that, anything goes Friday. Get our uh, commercial-free podcast at TomHartman.com, all three hours, and clips of the show here on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter.